There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Plus, check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Now entering Nerdist.com. Like have my next my next three watches are planned out as far as what they're going to be. That's a good tone, right? What there. do you mean you just planned your next three watches? Who plans watches? <laughs> I do. I'm gonna get a Planet Ocean, uh, then a Brightling B100, and then a uh, IWC Big Pilot. Jonah, wake up! No. Oh my god! No. I just had the I worst dream. I just I had, had the worst dream, dream about. Was it a dream where Matt was talking <laughs> about watches? Were you there? I had the same dream. Oh my god! Oh my god! We're dream jumping. <laughs> 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 and then it's dr- we're dreamscaping. He's the worst kind of uh, Freddy Krueger style thing. Oh, wait, he shows up sound in good dreams. at all. I don't know. I also got my new flashlight, oh, my go. Surefire uh, 6PX Tactical. It's 200 lumens. Check this out. Ready? Lumen, like, like the character from uh, it'll the temporary- last of Dexter. <laughs> it'll yep. temporarily blind exactly. the sailor. Yeah. Guys, I saw perhaps the best thing I've seen in ages last night. Titties. Second best thing. Second time you made that joke today. I've seen. It. Yeah, we didn't make it before on the podcast, so yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't really count. It doesn't really count. Well, he you makes fun of me for when I do that. What would you see? All right, here we go. Um, so the National Theater in uh, in London, England, is doing this thing where they've partnered with a shitload of movie theaters uh, around the country, and they basically show li- live performances in movie theaters around the country of shit that's going on at the National Theater. And so uh, I went to see uh, a, a production of Frankenstein, which was directed by Danny Boyle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it is fucking awesome. At uh, downtown, right? Well, yeah. it, they're showing it at Downtown Independent. We saw it at Man's Chinese. Okay. Uh, the, the production we saw actually was not live. It was a recorded production, but it had just happened like the day before. Sure. And so Danny Boyle's... Uh, Frankenstein, which sounds funny, uh, but it stars Johnny Lee Miller and Benedict Cumberbatch, who I still maintain awesome. really uh, is the name of that should be a potions professor at Hogwarts. But Benedict Cumberbatch, most British name ever, 
is uh, Sherlock in the new BBC Sherlock. Ah, uh, you know, and he's fucking awesome on that show. Kumail's been trying to get me to come over to watch the the new Sherlock. It's gr- it is phenomenal, and Benedict is great, and Martin Freeman's in it. But uh, but so what's going on in Danny Boyle's Frankenstein is that. Uh, Johnny Lee Miller and Benedict Cumberbatch every night swap roles between the creature and Frankenstein. Oh, wow. But by the way, Frankenstein is not the monster's name. That is the doctor's name. So uh, <laughs> I, I know the nerds listening just know that. But anyway. Yeah. Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> Frankenstein's monster. And yeah. so I saw, the, I saw the production with... Uh, with Benedict as the creature, and at first I was like, oh, I think he would make a better Victor Frankenstein because he was such a great Sherlock. And, you know, he was... I was convinced. I'm. I am now convinced that Benedict Cumberbatch hat is. <laughs> I know you can't say his, his name <laughs> without giggling a little bit. He may be one of the best actors uh, in the world right now. Like oh, wow. his, and Johnny Lee Miller was phenomenal. Oh my god, it was so good, so good. So if you just Google National Theater and Frankenstein, you'll get the website. You'll get the information. I think it's ntlive.com. Will tell you where it might be playing in your in your area. Wow. But uh, and, uh, so it's I to- wholeheartedly recommend it. It was phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Great. And who was sitting in front of us in the movie? Michael C. Hall. Oh. TV's Dexter. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I just had to nerd out it for a second about uh, about Danny Bowles Frankenstein because it was fucking awesome. Wow. Benedict. Cumberbatch. What? No, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Yes. Benedict Cumberbatch. I feel like he's a guy that America would misuse, like Steve Coogan. Like, you take someone who's incredibly talented, (laughs) and they're like, they'll make, they'd make, like, Benedict Cumberbatch, they'd probably just make him, like, a villain in a, in a, like, a Die Hard sequel or something. Exactly. But America, you're not fucking phenomenal. America's not Steve Coogan it right. You're not Steve Coogan it right, or or Cumberbatching properly. (laughs) (laughs) Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm telling you, that guy, wow. keep an eye on that guy. I'm sure he's already huge in England, but one of the best actors I've ever seen in my life. That's a name on par with Engelbert Humperdinck. Except Engelbert Humperdinck was a made-up name. Na- made and up Benedict name. Cumberbatch, I think, is his actual name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he is a uh, he is professor of defense against dark arts. <laughs> I'll just keep coming up with other Hogwarts titles. I uh, finished out... The Tenant era Doctor Who. You did. Yes. You watched the last episode. I watched the the two parter. Oh. End of time. I am still. I was just talking to Matt with it <laughs> about it. I am not doing too good. It leaves a residue with you. Oh my god! I am bummed. I I teared up. Uh, I had a I had a bad dream that night. I've been kind of like just not handling it well. It was so incredibly sad. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously not a spoiler alert because everyone knows that Matt Smith is a doctor now. So if you haven't seen it yet, you know you know that Tenant has to go away. But yeah. it's just. His his resistance to it is so hard to watch. Yeah. So hard to watch. This this is the old man. I know. Oh yeah, with the master. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that that was a that was that was what I did this weekend. And that one that one I was I was like I woke up the next morning sad. Yeah. Like what happened? Oh right. Like that's how much it affected me. Yeah, yeah, and I'm still I'm still dealing with it. And uh, now I start season five. But Matt Smith, great new series coming up April twenty third. Watch the first episode of Torchwood. Yeah, Duh, that's I'm sorry, not not, not as much, not as much a fan, huh? Not feeling it. I've I know it's watched, a pilot. I know it's a pilot. I've not watched all. Hey I've not watched all of Torchwood. Um, July eighth, Torchwood. 
Mission, whatever the hell it is. Okay. Miracle Day. Is Miracle that what it's called? Day. But it's going to give me a whole new. Like yeah. I, I have so yeah. much stuff backed up that I have to watch now. I have uh, I have all of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Now. You can you can do that in one sitting on my iPad. Yeah, it's like two and a half hours total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like uh, Nathan Barley, you can you just like there's just six episodes and they're all like ah uh, Nathan Barley. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Registered as domain in the Cook County. I mean, in, in the in the Cook Islands. Trashbat.cock, registered in the Cook Islands. Co.ck. Yeah, keep it foolish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, is Nathan Barley available anywhere? Not on American DVD, but on Oh, uh, Region 2, Region you win again. Two. Yeah. But just, you know, those those um those players, those like cheapy uh, DVD players you can buy for about 30 bucks and then you just kind of press a code in and it you can just go online and it teaches you how. Sometimes when you order it, people know why you're ordering them yeah. and it will come with a sheet of paper that says just do uh 229922. Oi, Region 1. <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it's good, but like they're they're trickling out. They're trickling out. You know, you can get look around you on a uh, on American look DVD now. Look around you, <laughs> so good. Look Mouse. around you. <laughs> look around. We gotta get you. that Peter Serafinowitz on here. He's a good. He's a good chap. Does he live out here? Does he good? No, I don't think he lives out here. But he was out here for that look around you panel that yes. they did at UCB, which was phenomenal. Yeah, I didn't go. I meant to. Um, <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, uh, Paul is great. You loved the movie, Paul. I, love the movie, I read Paul. the script last year. I thought it was great because uh, I. Not, I mean, I, people don't just send me scripts to read. I just, I moderated the Paul panel. Yeah, and they didn't have a movie to show me, so they were like, "Here's the script," and it was, it was great. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I liked it a lot too. I think yeah. they're they're three for three, good for those. Yeah, guys. I think so. It's a, uh, you know, there there was uh, there was s- stuff that was missing mm-hmm. because of Edgar Wright being gone, but there was stuff that was added because of Greg Matola being there. Yeah, it's uh, I think um, Greg Matola was did a really good job of creating a cool. Fun, uh, natural road comedy between two friends. P.S. We got a little bit of shit for tipping Doug Benson's hand that uh, he had Simon Pegg on his Douglas movies at South by. Did we? Yeah, a couple people were like, and you know, the thing that really kind of got under my skin about it was that people were on Twitter and they're like, hey, Doug, Nerdist totally gave away your guests. I'm like, what do you gain by tattling like a bitch? Oh, it's because it would be. When we just got off, uh, when yeah, we did the last yeah. hostful, yeah, but he'd already, uh, but I think, but he'd already, he'd already, Thursday I'm night. sure people tweeted about it. Doug right had already, put, Doug, you know what? And I, and I texted Doug and I was like, I'm so sorry, we talked about it. I just, we got so excited, I didn't know. And he wrote back and he was like, No, I already posted the show, it's fine. Like, yeah, those, those people are just being weirdos that they didn't actually get the moment of Doug introducing. Oh. The guest, so, so sorry or, for that. Or, I'm so sorry. Or reading it in their but iTunes. I don't know, but yeah. I don't know why, I don't know why, like, people, like, I saw like four or five people. Tweeted that Doug Benson. I'm like, you fucking tattletale bitch. What are you doing? Yeah, that's kind of a lame move, dude. It is a little because it didn't. It was nothing constructive. I was like, hey, Doug, Nerdist totally just gave away your guess. Yeah. Like, what are you? Are you trying you know to get us in you, trouble? You know what they're doing though? They're like, Haha, we're all friends. Hey, my friend Doug, my friend Chris, uh, spoiled shit. Oh, okay, that's a much them, nicer way to look at it. Makes them <laughs> feel like they're a part of something. You're not. I always feel like everyone's out to get me. That's healthy, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're laughing. Are you with him? <laughs> That's um, perfectly normal. Are you with me or again me? Again me. Jonah Ray, you've started back on Web Soup now. We are in full swing. We are full going. Swing. We are our our next ep- our first episode of the season is premiering uh, next Wednesday, April uh, March thirtieth. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like there's still too much to do. There's so much to do. I know we've been shooting shit all week. I shot yeah. an opening with you guys. Yeah, we did the opening. It was just gonna. It's looking good. Um, it's looking okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, me and Wade uh, spent all day yesterday shooting. Uh, 
stuff for our April Fool's episode, which is going to be a new lot ad. Of fun. Wade, what's Wade's last name? Rand- Randolph. Wade Randolph. Wade Randolph. Yeah. New, new edition. Wade Randolph. Yeah, yeah. He's a ch- guy from Channel One Hundred One. He's doing. He's already. He's already done a great video of a uh, up top hand going on vacation. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, he's he's fit in quite well and got the the just just immediately got the tone of the show. Excellent. Yeah, and it's uh, and yeah, we're shooting a bunch of stuff tomorrow, uh, sh- a bunch of stuff on Friday. And Monday. So just shooting all the way up until... Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. okay. You know, I've not had a day off in over a month. Yeah, yeah. I just realized yeah. that I came back from... Like, it went south by south. I mean, like, I went to New York a couple times and then worked here and then south by southwest and then Chicago. And uh, roundabout Chicago, I started getting shaky and twitchy. Like, uh, I don't feel good. Well, changing altitude will do that, too. lost your wallet, too. That was I lost, but I got my wallet yeah. back. You did? Well, you didn't that, know that? How no. did that happen? Okay, so I, I've been... Just because I've been so... And first of all, let me just say, I brought all the busyness on myself. Mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly accept the responsibility that I fill every minute. Um, <laughs> it's just called too many things. It's called it's called too many things. Emily it's and I, yeah, something I something like a concept that I lay out in uh, the Nerdist way, now available mm-hmm. on Amazon for pre order. But um, but uh, uh, so I started to get like shaky and forgetful, and I got off uh, the plane in Chicago, went to the old Starbucks to pound a little chai latte to get some sugar and caffeine in my body. Wow, you were really taking us through the steps like Rebecca Black. Sugar. <laughs> it was fun, fun, fun. Uh, fun, 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 fun. Friday. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that poor little girl. Know. And you know, the worst part is that company that makes all those videos where they basically like, hey, we'll slut up your daughter for whatever much money. Yeah. It's so she gross. I mean, like, no, but these girls are like 9 to 13. It's not right, Matthew. Oh, yeah. no. It is not right. They're how old? 9 to 13. Ooh. Rebecca Black is 13 years old. You're regretting former boners. <laughs> That was the name of my Buzzcocks album. I regret nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Regretting former boners. Um, but so you at Starbucks, pounding a chai latte. Oh, yeah. So I need to go back two levels. Yeah, I was talking about the Rebecca Black thing. <laughs> yep. I, by the way, I do think it's bad. That's, ba- that's bad. Like the negative, publi- like the ironic publicity is bad for that poor little girl. Yeah. Like I just, it's yeah. not good. But yeah, it, no, I it's don't imagine. It's bad for that company where all those people are going to be rushing to. Bad for that company? It's awesome for no, that company. No, it's good for them. It's yeah. bad for humanity because oh, yeah, all those yeah, people yeah. are going to be, all these people now are going to be rushing to get their daughters to have videos. It's ironic for us. It, I, I'm pretty sure the younger crowd loves that song. I hope they do. I hope some people it's are appreciating catchy. that it's horrible, catchy. horrible song on a, on a, on a, on a, on a regular level because. Yeah. It's it's not good for a thirteen year old girl to get ironic success because then you know it's like she's thirteen years old she doesn't understand that people are just gonna make fun of her and be shitty to her yeah, yeah. and that is devastating to a thirteen year old so I, all I what thought is she about doing when I was hanging around with boys who can drive um, yeah. I don't know I did when I was thirteen I had like a couple sixteen year old friends and then mm. you would, you would go to parties at thirteen no no my mom wouldn't allow that was the seating yeah. arrangement always a big issue for you too <laughs> <laughs> it was man boy man boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you guys, I just remembered a bunch of stuff. <laughs> uh, you weren't skiing. Oh, uh, there were poles, though. Uh, all right, so I, uh, going back, I, I, I get to the hotel, and I go to pay the driver, and I realize, oh, there's no wallet in my pants where there is usually a wallet lump. <laughs> and fortunately, I kept the cash in the front of my pocket. Mm. Remember that. Smart, yeah. smart businessman. Here's what's fun when you lose your wallet at, uh, at an airport at Chicago O'Hare. So you call the airport lost and found. There's a recording that says, um, if you've lost an item at the airport, call the Chicago police. (laughs) Okay. So then I call the police department near the airport. Mm. Uh, Yeah. You know, 
Uh, you got to call the airline. Like, it is just this weird. So you have to actually, you were already in Starbucks. You have to call the airline you flew in on? And yes, let them I had to call, it? yes, because it was in their terminal. Okay. Starbucks in the airport is not owned by Starbucks. It's owned by HMS Host. Oh. So I tracked their number down. I call them. They check. No wallet. I call American Airlines. Leave a message. Wallet's gone. So the Chicago police wouldn't take time out of all the murders? No. And I was like, guys, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Don't you know I'm marginally famous? (laughs) Have you seen the the Chicago code? I think that was right around the time those like (laughs) five people got killed on a hot day. It's like it's like (laughs) it's like Bill Murray and Groundhog Day. Don't you have a special line Mm -hmm. for emergencies or celebrities? celebrities. I'm Uh, both. I'm a celebrity in an emergency. (laughs) So uh, so anyway, I you know, and by the way, it's not was not a big deal. I I actually wasn't that upset about it. The the most irritating thing was that. In, L- in, in California, if you lose your driver's license, you can't just call them or write them. You actually have to go into yeah. the DMV, yeah. and the next appointment time was weeks away. How did you get on the plane? Uh, I had Janet FedEx me my passport. Uh, okay. American Express sent me a new card the next day. Wow. That's why he's following them on Twitter now. Yep, that's right. Very nice. Uh, and, then, uh, and then the day before I'm supposed to leave, I get a call from American Airlines, and someone's like, Hi, this is Marie from American Airlines. I was just in the supervisor room and found your wallet in a lockbox, and I saw your name on there and tracked down your Advantage number and got your phone number. That's so she great. did some sleuthing and tracked me down. Wow. And I got it back on the, on the return trip. I, I lost it at the airport and got it back on the return trip That's to great. the airport. It's phenomenal. Wow. wow. I have to go through and change all of the uh, auto pay on all of the uh, cards that, that are now canceled. Oh, that's sucks. irritating. Yeah, it's the but worst it's thing awesome. anyone's ever had to go through, yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome if you don't want to be at that gym anymore. That's true. That's yeah. how I got out of, uh, you know, whatever you call it. And, I, and, and here's, what I, here's what I will say. Tons of tragic things going on in the world, like oh, to an overwhelming point. Yeah, as the news will remind us nonstop. As I've had to stop watching the news, but uh, I will say, if there's any, if there's even any slight thing to take away from all the horrible shit that's going on, I was able to kind of go, you know, losing my wallet not that big of a deal. Yeah, my house didn't get washed away. Yet. I just have yeah. to stand in line at the DMV. Is the worst thing that's that's happened because of this. Yeah. So it, I I actually felt weirdly appreciative that my worst problem that day was that I lost my wallet. I felt bad for you. I really did. I was like, ah, oh, that's the worst. Well, it's just it's just because I'm in this forget. I also left the, in the same night. I I went and did my first show at Zany's. Uh, by the way, all the shows were sold out. Anyway, uh, oh, no, that fucking happened. Why would you mumble that? I don't know. Did you guys? You guys don't when you're afraid, when you're embarrassed about patting yourself on the back. Um, I never pat myself. On the back. <laughs> you, you can now because you lost a bunch of weight. You can reach your back. Oh, oh. wow! Retrofitted insult. <laughs> that's not an insult. That's a future compliment. <laughs> a future compliment. So it's not a compliment now. It's in this weird in between area. I guess it is. My well, point was you look great. Wobbly. You do look good though. I feel yeah, you've, I you've feel lost good. a tremendous amount of weight. Yeah, feel yeah. good about what do you it. Your demeanor, your demeanor is a lot better. Have you noticed that? Like he doesn't get so downtrodden as he used to. <laughs> he's, he's pretty upbeat lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty upbeat lately. That's, That's great. Funny. Uh, well, I, I, I've started to just weigh myself on the day before cheat day. Yeah. So I'm, I'm down. I'm actually. I have I've gone past one pound below the lowest I can remember in my adult life. Are you is, serious? Yeah. That's huge. Wow. I mean, not as huge anymore. Shit. <laughs> oh. That's great. That came out but wrong. not like 
<laughs> Guys, I weigh myself on Saturday, which is the day after Friday, but then Sunday comes and oh boy. <laughs> yeah, but but the cheat day is supposed to like kick your metabolism oh, into overdrive. Awesome. Yeah. The cheat day, it's Christmas every week. And that's it's what's Christmas. great about it is that you appreciate the shitty food that you normally took for granted. I yeah. do. I so much. So much. I'm ex- we have a meeting at work at 7:30 in the morning on Sunday. Normally, I would be angry, but there will be free donuts. <laughs> and you can eat them. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> the Division of Ironic Punishment. So you like donuts, do you? <laughs> now you can eat all the donuts in the world. I'm still okay with that. Oh, also, uh, if anybody out there is looking for a money-making opportunity in the Los Angeles area, please franchise a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, it's weird. There's not any. It's, I, it's, an East, it's like Springsteen. It's an East Coast thing. There's one in Hawaii. There's Dunkin' Donuts in Hawaii? There yeah. one, actually, it's funny. My mom worked at one when she was in high school, and then the, that one closed down, and there wasn't any and for like 20 years. And then it opened up in Pearl City, and all my friends, and, uh, we all drove out for it. We drove all, all the way out to like, you know, it was like a 45-minute drive, which is long in Hawaii. You know, when I first moved here, I drove to Phoenix for Dunkin' Donuts. Los Angeles is wow. a weird place for franchises. No Dunkin' Donuts, no Chick-fil-A. Although they're Chick-fil-A. Getting close, they're Here's getting close the thing. Okay. Here's the deal, though. There's Baskin-Robbins all over the place. So the supply chain exists because yeah. Dunkin' Donuts owns Baskin-Robbins. So Who someone, owns that? Is, it, they is must that have, a Pepsi they, you company, know what? too? It no, is, it is 2011. Donuts. They must have tested it at some point and found that okay, listen, it, it wouldn't be a viable... Seriously, if yeah. you put one in or near Larchmont, I will be there every day and give you at least $180 a month. There's that. There's the Chick-fil-A opening up in Hollywood. Hello, soon. my name is Keith Duncan. I own Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> and oh, I, Duncan. I listen to the Nerdist oh, Podcast. Thank Matthew, you, Mr. Duncan. We're going to open a Dunkin' Donuts in your tummy oh only on God, Sundays. It's the opposite great. of Chick-fil-A. Thank you. It's the opposite gonna, of Chick-fil-A. Well, they close on Sundays. <laughs> They're going to interspace it into you. Uh, and the Lord said no fried yeah. chicken or waffle fries on yeah. Sundays. Well, that, Leviticus you know, what's, 4-9. What's funny is that, you know, waffle and chickens. That's it. In it uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Black out. Dynamite panel, April 3rd. In and out. April 4th. Fourth, Black Dynamite fourth, panel, fourth, April 4th. Fourth, 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 fourth. You guys not plugging? <sighs> it's already going to be sold out. In and out has uh, scripture... Scripture stuff on their uh, on their cups, yep, okay. and on their uh, their burger wrappers. Yep. Those are just codes for not, ordering more wrappers. Not on the French fry container. Oh, mm. makes you think. Makes you think. Maybe devil fingers. Fried stuff is what's for the devil. Oh, mm. the, these have been touched mm. by the finger of Satan. Or yes, exactly. it could be that those fries are, and that's terrible. why they're delicious. You I don't, don't like, like those. You I'm, can get an extra. You don't like the fresh I don't like In and Out that much. That's a fucking heresy. That Isn't is because it? it's so good. I'm, I listen. I just, I just want a fucking croissant. Which can I just tell you? When I used to get Dunkin drunk Donuts. in Westwood, mm-hmm. when I went to UCLA, mm-hmm. and then years later when I moved back, when I was too old to hang out there, but did anyway because I was <laughs> drunk and I didn't know any better. We but drank there. We drank there, and yeah. I don't think I was old enough to drink. Uh, oh, what? No, don't know. That's like crazy. It's crazy talking. No, you get so drunk. You you forgot, I forgot he was 21. You didn't buy, you didn't buy Guys, me. I work for the LAPD. I've been waiting for this moment. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> this whole podcast has been a sting for that underage drink. There was a little There was a little burger hut that had been in uh, in Westwood since the early pre-Cambrian area, era called uh, Tommy's. There are Tommy's all over the place. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, a, a, a beanie chili burger... Ugh. With fries, super salty at like three o'clock in the morning after drinking all night, used to be so good. And also, why I was 35, 40 pounds heavier. It is pretty perfect. Yeah, they were pretty, they were pretty great. Yeah. You don't drink, do you, much, Matthew? No, not much. Yeah. I had two beers in Austin. That was, you know, it was all right. Yeah. 
But I especially don't drink because it's on the diet. You really can't. No. Yeah, it's tricky. Tricky on the diet. Yeah. I mean, drinking's fun if you can do it properly, but it really does not do anything good for you. Yeah, I can do it properly, and I'm proud of that. I will occasionally drink beyond the legal limits but uh well i love i love hardcore drinkers who use that uh, italian wine argument they're like italians have the healthiest hearts in the world and they drink a glass or two of wine every night with dinner like and they stop there yeah they, stop there, yeah. <laughs> they don't they don't do sambuca shots afterwards that's funny <laughs> it's not healthy for their hearts yeah but like when i went to when i went up to training uh in cupertino or another place where another corporation might have their home. Cooperstown. Uh, <laughs> Cooperstown, New York. You know, where baseball's from. Yep. Uh, my, I would go out drinking every single night there, and we would spend 140 bucks a night on booze, just two of us. Jesus. Yeah. And that was two weeks of that. And, uh, yeah, I don't really drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You look good. I got to tell you. Thank you. You look good, Maddie. You're looking good. How's Ed. your stand-up coming? Huh? Things good? You writing jokes? Uh, No. No, I haven't written anything in uh, like a week. Well, you better gear up for your for the open mic that starts in May at Meltdown. You will blind yourself. It's May now? I thought it was April. No, it's been May. It's, it's got to be May it's because May. the 826 LA is doing their writer's panel Sunday nights through oh. the end of April. And then friggin' what? Matt Myra. Yeah. 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 I got to talk logistics as far as what nights we're going to do a podcast if I have to have Sunday nights off. Well, yeah. Sunday nights, though, we can always do it earlier. I mean, the the... the, the we never we never do podcasts at like eight o'clock at night. That's true. We yeah. can still do podcasts. We can still do hostful podcasts during the day. You run your show at seven thirty, seven forty five at night. Paul Sebus texted me, a phenomenal I comic who was in the email you back, comedians Paul, you should know. And I will. He uh he offered to help run it with you. Yeah. And you should take that because he's a fucking great comic. Yeah, and you can learn a lot from him. I have to email you back, Paul. I will. All right. <laughs> and just you in the city somewhere you'll hear Okay, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Like from the podcast. Paul Sebus, the gay porn comic. <laughs> what? Yeah, so one of his bits where it's just like he, he always gets uh, like uh, gay porn flyers like stuck into his Oh, right, and they get stuck in the door. Just, yeah, yeah, He puts them in the door, and then yeah. he, he knows it's just going to explode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he, yeah, that was on the uh, Comics You Should Know special, or yeah, whatever right. we called it. But he didn't tag it with that thing I like. He's all, now as I, he talks about leaving the stage, and then like how he's going to be known as Paul Sebus, the gay porn comic. <laughs> and now he shall be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, you know, that's a lie. I have written this week, so that's a lie. Oh, you did? I, had, I did, yeah, yeah. If you ever want to workshop any jokes on the podcast, no, you know. I don't. Okay. You know, I was actually, uh, I was looking for a video that I did a while back to send to a friend of mine, because um, he was asking about it, and then I came across, uh, I came across, like, um, some clips of my stand-up that I like ne- never really noticed online before. Yeah, and I uh, watched it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I forgot completely, forgot about the jokes that I was doing. Isn't in that the funny? How you just yeah. totally forget it chunks? Just, they just went away. Hey, and was, you just got ten more minutes. <laughs> yes, ten more minutes. <laughs> like when I was doing Zanies, I hadn't done an hour since February, and uh, <laughs> well, it's you know it's March now. Well, I know, but I'm telling you, even even just taking a few weeks off from doing a full hour, you forget stuff, even though it's stuff that you've done before, just because, you know, it's 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 everything's so it's just a big chunk. Yeah. It's just a giant chunk. But I have to say, Chicago shows were super fucking awesome. So much fun. So many great nerds came out to the shows. I met so many awesome people after the show. Anybody come dressed up? No one came dressed up. I what? hope I hope for the Ever, April guys. night show at the Wilbur, people come in costume. 
Because I always come out afterwards him. and talk and take pictures of you people. You know, maybe it's easier if it's a if it's a spot date. You know, that you're right. Like yeah, if, you you're know, right. Because like, if uh, what if a guy shows up dressed yeah. up? And Second then, show Saturday, and he's yeah, the only guy versus exactly. Batman, and there's yeah. a bunch of trucks. That's, that's yeah, what happened. And then he, the, he walks uh, out. Then the line to get into the next show, everyone's <laughs> dressed up. He's like, ah, my opportunity. <laughs> I missed it again. Yeah. I'll buy a ticket for the second. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to uh, Ed Salazar's uh, nerd speed dating show at Meltdown. Yeah. Uh, I just want to see what kind of weirdos are going to show up. I'm going to go just to watch I'm it. just going to go to watch, to watch too. It. Yeah. What, when is that? It is March 29th. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. And Eli Braden is going to be like singing songs for all the... Oh, that's yeah. going to be that's great. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be really funny, I think. And it's also like, you know, like Ed... Who no one believes is a nerd. No one believes Ed is a nerd. Well, he's so cut. He's so cut, and he's like, there's just this good-looking Latino man. And uh, he just, uh, just like, is a complete nerd, though. Ed like, Salazar. Exactly. Like the nasal man. Ah, Salazar. <laughs> he's very funny. You want to yeah. take a couple... Quimits? Quimits? It's a question. What? It's a comment. Hey, it's a question. It's a comment. It's a comment. Why? It's a question. And... Comment. What? It's a question. It's a comment. It's a comment. Now I love how you went from Elvis to Jerry Lewis. Uh, it's a whole bunch of people. One. This is like the new travel Wilburys. Um, <laughs> yep, Elvis and Jerry well, Lewis are the new travel Wilburys. <laughs> it's a comment. It's a question. No, I was actually I was doing. Uh, oh, Jerry doing, Lee Lewis. No, 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 no. I was doing Fred Schneider and uh, Jello Biafra. I was doing a mashup of Jello Biafra <laughs> and Fred Schneider. Never, never before <laughs> done. Um. Yeah, yeah. Traveling Wilburys. This is from Ben Soref. Soref. I don't know if I said, his, I said his name properly, uh, but he knows who Sor- he is. Sorif. Uh, all right. Hey, guys, full disclosure, my awesome wife, Heather, turned me on in the nerdist shortly after your debut, and I've been listening ever since. Hey, Heather, what's up? She's a keeper. <laughs> I just have one small problem. I listen to the car with our two-year-old, Wesley. Bad idea. And the other day, I had to try and get him to stop saying fuck. I had mixed results. I don't believe in clean or censored versions, but it would be possible that you have one future podcast kid-friendly. Hmm. Well, I don't know. He just said he didn't believe in clean or censored versions and just asked us to do a clean or censored version. I, I totally understand. Um, I'm sure there are a lot of nerds with kids out there. I just, uh, I, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, it's not like we're saying cunt all the time. And to that, I well. say, fuck. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Fuck. Shitty cunt. Fucker. Fuck. Well, that's that. Hopefully, that's too many syllables for his two-year-old too. Did your child just What's say shitty? When, <laughs> when I'm with the Lennons and and all, they have the young son Oliver, and uh, whenever I swear, I try not to swear around him because Tom's trying to like curb that. Yeah. Like, every time I swear, he Tom goes, "Hey, calm down, Lowell." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Recently, uh, my, uh, Maddie Kirsch on uh, Facebook like posted a, a. He's like, "Hey, I found this old CB4 poster," and then I just uh, commented on it saying. Uh, Straight out of low cash, crazy motherfucker named Gusto. Yeah. Then some random lady uh, like posted a comment after my comment on Facebook saying, uh, "Why don't you watch the language?" Oh, yeah. Ironically, uh, and then I was just like, "It's just saying a line from a movie, a rated R movie that Matt just posted about Matt, the guy you follow with the rated R movie." And I just saying a <laughs> line from it. Did you write that to her? Yes. And what'd she say? Uh, nothing back. Oh, you shut her down. Slam. Nothing I almost, I almost was gonna up. go. I was almost gonna go. Just go because I could. I know all the lyrics to Straight Out of Low Cash by CB4. You also could have copied and pasted them from the internet. No, but I don't need to. Straight out of low cash, crazy motherfucker uh, named Gusto. Fucked your wife because the bitch was a big hoe. Fucked your sister. Fucked your cat. But I would have fucked your mom, but the bitch was too fat. When I'm in your this na- is my neighborhood, you better dig them out. Dirtiest I'm podcast to ever. Your motherfucking throat, blood's dripping. I ain't sleeping. Bitches' panties is what I'm ripping. Rolling faster than a motherfucking dirt bike. Never met a piece of pussy that I didn't like. Like to eat it. Like to suck it. Take the shit in a bucket. Straight out of low cash. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow, Matt. You tested him, and Jonah has prevailed. Well, he knows all the lyrics from Straight Outta Low. Well, that's Cash. just the first verse. It's oh, a question. question. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, Ben, I, I, I certainly appreciate. Uh, I certainly appreciate the the sentiment to want to protect I'm your children. I'm sure we've accidentally. How about we do a clean one? When, like, we'll get DJ Lance Rock from I, Yo Gabba I, I just the only thing that I'm concerned. Well, the Muppets one is totally clean. You can listen to the Muppets one. There There's no You're swearing right. in the Muppets one. Very true. But but I just I don't want to have to worry about. Like, oh, we can't say that, or we shouldn't say this, like, yeah. then because this isn't a TV show; it's a podcast, and yeah. you know, so we'll worry about that later. I mean, yes, you're right. We probably do swear more than we should. It's just kind of how we communicate in life. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, so, but but I can't promise that we could do a totally. I, I started swearing a lot more when I moved out here. Did you find that too? No, I, I just love swearing. We didn't so much. monitor your swearing habits before you moved out here. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, Chris, that's not what I meant. Yeah. This is kind of this is kind of a fun story. So this guy, uh, this guy emailed me and said he's been his name is uh, Kevin Funnel. He had been meaning to write love for a little cake. while. I love your cake. Yep, good cakes, good mm. cakes. Uh, he's Sunday. A, he's a fan of the show and he's writing to uh, point out a little some interactions that he had with uh, tweaked audio. So basically, he got the headphones. Um, they broke after Aww. a couple weeks, right? I was not pleased. He said, I got a little nerd rage and let them know what I thought. I may have been a bit dickish to them and I feel kind of bad. Well, you should feel bad. Bruce and their sales department apologized and sent me a new pair right away. He also commented and seemed to really care about my suggestions on improving their headphones for heavy users like myself. Real cool guy. When I got my replacement headphones, there was a little slip in there asking if I hadn't already sent my broken headphones back. Uh, to please do so, I grabbed an envelope I had nearby, put the broken headphones in, and sent it. Today, I got an email from Peggy at Tweaked. I guess I put $25 in with the headphones. I then realized that I sent my petty cash envelope from the honey and lip balms that I sell. I'm a hobbyist beekeeper. <laughs> it's getting This is getting awesome. <laughs> to the Beemobile. You, yes. you mean your Buick? Yes. I'm a hobbyist. It took me nine months to make $25 from the bee screamings. <laughs> well, if he's a hobbyist beekeeper, you should know there's no such thing as a hobbyist beekeeper. Anyway, uh, he was using that envelope to make change and buy random supplies. They didn't have to tell me about this. I didn't even know it was missing. Peggy said that she could send it to me right away via PayPal or just put the bills back in the mail. I figured since it was kind of a funny, dumb mistake, I obviously wasn't missing it. I asked if they could just give it to the Japan Relief. A few minutes later, I got an email back saying that they did, and they matched it. So, good folks at Tweaked Audio. Holy shit. I know they also just sent us a bunch of these tweak-timed squishy watches. Which I think I might actually wear. Tweak nice. time. Yeah, if you go to tweakedaudio.com slash nerd, it's $10 off your earbuds. Yeah, and they're good. They, they are, are good. good. I, got a, uh, I got an email from a fella uh, named Andrew Wood. He's from Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. He's a big fan of the podcast. Thanks, man. And uh, he's in a band called AC Deathstrike. Oh. And um, he said, if we ever need any music made or anything like that, they're big fans. They'll you know make songs. We can send them stuff. And uh, I would love a song from AC Deathstrike. Um, I, <laughs> I checked out their music, myspace.com slash AC Deathstrike music. Um, and it's really good. Is it good? Yeah, I listened to it a, cu- a couple times today. And, I, and he's a really nice guy. And... Uh, Dear Nerds Podcast, I am sick and tired of you promoting things that do uh, not pertain exactly to my life. Uh, yeah, no, but if you, it's it's good stuff. It's cool, like kind of noisy and AC Death stuff. Rock. Yeah, AC Death Strike. A- AC Death Strike. Yeah, um, good. It's like, better nice, go on there quick while MySpace is still going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, that's the only reason that I like. The, I still check out MySpace for music because it's just it's easy. It's an easy way for bands to upload. Uh, music without you know being signed or having anything else available. Someone online. sent me a link to something that was on MySpace. 
and I went and they they've changed the user they've changed the UI on the site and it actually works a lot better than it used to. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I but I just I I worry that I don't know if I mean I, I don't know if the brand can really rebound. No, the no. brand will not rebound, but it is a good place for for uh, unsigned bands. Speaking to, of br- brands that will not rebound, today that, I went to Borders. Yep. The the Borders, as you know, is going bankrupt. Closing it down is? their Hollywood, the Sunset Vine location. They're closing they are. Yeah. Sunset no. Vine. The one I was at was in Century City. I walked in there and books are like 60% off, 40% off. And I go into the science section. I grab a bunch of books. And then I pull out my Amazon app and I start scanning the barcodes. Yeah. Even with their ridiculous discounts, Amazon still had better prices on oh, all but really? one of them. Which is a fucking, on all but one a, of the books. It's a bummer. And then I said, that's exactly why you're closing. Why can't the little guy borders books and music? <laughs> why can't the little guy get some, huh? No, why can't you get do. a break? See, yeah. I go to I go to mom and pop, you know, like uh used yeah. bookstores. You listen, the uh there's a there's a great store in uh, North Hollywood, great used bookstore. Uh, and uh, but the one in Echo Park named Stories. I mean, there's tons, I think, good. but more of, those, more of those places are why don't up. they mash up with uh Taco Bells and do Run for the Borders? For and the then board. you, you buy tacos and books. I'm at, at the, the Borders books. books, I'm at the Taco Bell, I'm at the combination Borders books and Taco Bell. Oh, fucking A, <laughs> that's some life synergy right there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> what book were you reading when you came in? You were reading some weird sort of baseball almanac. I am reading the Bill James Quays historical baseball. <laughs> the new almanac. Bill James historical <laughs> the time baseball abstract. Winning his sports. What is Whatever. it? The Bill James. Who's Bill James? Uh, Bill James is the guy, the, essentially the founding father of modern uh, baseball statistics. Not to be confused with Billy J. In 1985, <laughs> founding father of modern. Um, I don't know who that is. In 1985, he wrote this book. He works for the Red Sox right now. He's like their statistical analysis No guy. wonder you bought it. There's a stat. I mean, there was just a stat, you know, sort of renaissance that started happening in the mid-90s. It's outlined in the book Moneyball. Well, I think we all remember the great stat renaissance that well. took over in the mid-80s. <laughs> but, I mean, this, oh, this book. I was a kid, but my dad. Those were good times. Yeah, they was. Yeah. This book is amazing. So, like, for each decade, like the 1870s, he'll list, like, the uh, highest player salary was twenty five hundred dollars that yeah, year? Yeah, no, I remember because uh, does during, each paragraph end with "I'm so lonely"? <laughs> during the during the stat renaissance, I remember because no. that that actual stat was a uh, re- that replaced a mural in my town. Uh, oh, really? The stats renaissance. Yeah. Now, what is fascinating about about during baseball stats? Stats renaissance. Uh, what is uh, fascinating about them is that they have uh, their the number just the number pool is so wide. Do they hold keys to the stock market or something? No, but I mean we can draw like we. we Stats are usually extrapolated from other stats, these new stats. Okay. So what's nice about it is I can look back at the entire 150-year run of baseball. Are they simplified? Is it like the difference between D&D and 4th edition D&D? I don't understand. I don't know what that means either. Okay. Vorp. Like, there's a new stat like called Vorp, which is value over replacement player. Like Vorpal Sword. Is that what that is? Well, no. Value over replacement (laughs) player essentially means uh, what, like... How much better is this guy over the average guy at that position? That's his value over replacement player. And things like that are interesting to so me. What is an average guy's rating? Like just some fucking mook in a Dunkin' Donuts? They're like, if that guy played shortstop, this other guy is fifty points better than that mook. Do the they, average player yeah, like the average of all of them, all thirty. Do they you know. do stats of all the poor bastards watching baseball from bars every weekend and going, no. you know what I would do if I was in his place? What would you do, Jonah? <laughs> I fucking hit it over the mountain. I could. College. 
Like, for instance, the long ball came about not because it was a home run, but because they had no fences. What's a long ball? Never mind. You don't want to know. That's what happens when you get a word. There's this. It's a question. It's a comment. It's a wow. The great <laughs> stat renaissance of 84. <laughs> you know, guys, <laughs> there's a conference at MIT every year. About I'm sure uh, there are a lot we of don't, statistics. We don't want to know about baseball stats anymore. It's not just baseball. There's a stat renaissance happening all over the place, even in basketball, guys. Come on. Oh, really? Get on board. All right. I'm currently on board. <laughs> What's Get happening on board? I'm up this train. I'm getting out of here. I just we want, don't need you. Just want to make a note to all the listeners. That was Chris uh, making fun of Matt, not me. <laughs> yeah, Thomas but I do it playfully. Matt knows, what? I, Matt knows what? I love him. <laughs> but I do it playfully. <laughs> Matt knows I love him. So funny. Yeah. I did get mad last time. You did? <laughs> His feelings were a little hurt, I can tell. But let's not rehash it. There's no point in getting re-pissed about things. It's okay. What? Are you mad? (laughs) No, I'm just, it's weird that you got mad. Hey guys, remember little, remember the great stat renaissance? Oh my oh, god. That'll pull you out of any anger spiral. Somebody yeah. out there knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Guys, appreciate it. I would like to uh, I would like to take a comment from Deep Inside Nerdist Industries. Uh, this is from Kyle Anderson, Kanderson as I call him, oh, who writes the all the Doctor, of Doctor who. who. He writes all those insane Doctor Who posts, mm-hmm. like here's which episodes from each season, like going I mean each series, even going back to yep. the to the original Doctor Who's. Um, so the subject is uh, the subject of the email was, does Nerdist get people laid? And then he goes on to tell this whole story about, uh, I was listening to this new podcast this morning when you said that Nerdist does not get people laid. Uh, so I just want to tell you that you're wrong. I write for Nerdist. I decided to join Twitter. Because he writes for Nerdist, I talked him into joining Twitter. Uh, and this girl named Emily started following him and discovered that uh, she was friends with friends of his. Found out they were both going to be at Gallifrey One last month. They met and hung out. And a month later, the, the, it, it's his girlfriend. Oh, and wow. he's totally in love with her. Does and she know? Does she know? No, but that's not important. Okay. She'll find out. I think that's a big part of no, it. No, but the point is, the point is, he met his girlfriend through, like, somehow through weird nerdist stuff. He met this girl, and she's now his girlfriend, and he's, he's never been happier in his life. Well, that's amazing. Yes, and he says she's gorgeous and wonderful, and Must they be love nice. the same things, and they, you know. Yeah, so I so well done, Canderson. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Well, good job. I mean, we didn't need the podcast. I got girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, you guys. True. Yep, you guys brought girlfriends coming in, right? Yeah, that's right. Almost. No, no, because no, on the first date with Deanna, I said, "Hey, you know, this Sunday I'm going to be oh, starting the right. podcast." That's right. And this isn't going to take up too much of your time, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's true. No, but we're going to have to use some of your vacation days. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Um, I started dating Greta. Was like right after we got back from New York, so that was like you know four mm-hmm. episodes in, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, what we got? Uh, yeah, that was that was one that was a comment from Canderson. Do you guys have any comments? I didn't look up. Uh, I had the AC Death Strike guy. He was nice. <laughs> no, we already <laughs> talked that? about him. Remember that guy? <laughs> you know, I have to say, everyone seems like they're feeling pretty good today. I'm in a good mood. I'm. I had a chai latte. Yes, no, that'll, <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. That'll yeah. do it. Um, but if you stop having them, oh, the withdrawal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the withdrawal. <laughs> Let's see if we got anything good. Full of noodle stories. Uh-oh, no. Very polarizing. <laughs> it is. Very polarizing. Great podcast. You'll love it. 
<laughs> Great podcast, you'll love it. You're reading reviews. Now. I got to yeah, say, reading reviews. More, so more cool. people, more people are supporting Noodle Stories than against Noodle Stories. They don't the know pe- what they're supporting. But the people who hate it really hate it. This is a, it's a weird uh, so social polarizing. Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's like it's it's the essence of the internet getting re- mad or excited about something that's not tangible or real. Here's here's a here's a great here's a great one. Uh, Robert Schofield, hostful Quimmin. Hey, Nerdist guys, just want to say you've changed my life. I'm 14, and I first heard you on the Joel McHale. That's an yeah, age? Yeah, he that's got laid from people, the yeah, podcast. People can be 14? That, yeah. That young? Yes, they can. That happens. I don't like that, Chris. It's yeah. Friday. It's Friday. She's 13. She's 13. Fun, fun, fun. I first heard you on the Joel McHale episode, and I've listened to everyone since. I first heard, uh, I was just seeing what a podcast was, and now I listen a lot. And y'all, yeah, I'm from the South, too, introduced me to Doug Benson and a lot of Sam Comics and also. So I think I'm going to go do... St- uh, so, uh, I think I'm going to do uh, this summer. Wait, what? I think what he's saying is he's going to try stand up for the he's first gonna time. He's going to go take some English Could writing. You? Also, oh. also, also, Jonah, that is awesome. This 14 year old kid wants to try stand up now. And he also has a, a, a question for Jonah Ray mm. do, do live zombies float? Do live zombies float? Jonah okay, Ray being the, the resident zombie expert? Well, okay, like, well, if here, I was well, on a boat, the thing, could they float to me? No, uh, they can't. Um, Here's the thing, and there, by live zombie, you just mean an, an undead An animated zombie. zombie. An animated zombie. Okay. Uh, no, uh, they will float for a, a little bit, but their lungs will just fill with water, and they will sink to the bottom. Yeah, because they don't, they don't create that bladder, like that, yeah. That, yeah. They yeah, can't they will, create the air pocket they will inside. Sink, they will sink because they will immediately fill with water. Um, and yeah, and that's the thing. That's the thing you got to be careful of too. Uh, when you're in bodies of water, if you're, if you, if they're on the bo- bottom of a body of water and they can reach you, they'll pull you down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So make sure you're, you're floating over a deep body of water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you know that. So Jonah, <laughs> could I, um, could I kill a zombie with, uh, hot lead? Hot lead. Like if I dumped hot lead on a zombie, would that kill a zombie? If it destroyed the brain, yes. Okay. Not if it just gets all over their, uh, you know, body. What are some common misconceptions about killing zombies? Um. Well, it's it's pretty simple, really. It's just you just d- destroy the brain. I mean, you could cut off the head, and the head will still try to bite you. You got to destroy the brain. That's where okay. that's where it comes from. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, you know, you could uh. But it just depends which lore you're going I for. Love how seriously you said the head will still try to bite you. It will. It will. It, it, um, but, you know, like I said before, I'm a... Uh, Shit you got to worry about. I'm a Romero, New Brooksian zombie uh, guy. Yeah. Meaning, uh, you know, George Romero... Max uh, Brooks. Uh, ...started the, the perfect uh, type of lore. Yep. And Max Brooks, uh, through the book... Refined uh, it. Yeah. He basically perfected it, I think. Mm. Yeah. So Much it's, like uh, Bill James and baseball statistics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember the great zombie <laughs> renaissance of... 80. Of All right, right, of right guys, now. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Can I also just say that while I was in Chicago, I went to C2E2, which was an awesome con, the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Are Expo. Are you doing WonderCon like this weekend? Yes, I am going to do WonderCon this week. And no, it's so, April 3rd. I mean, April 3rd. We're not having wait. a tweet up. We're not having then. a tweet up. We're not tweeting up. It's super. That's the thing. Um, I can't because I that I, it had it wasn't finalized yet. But uh, but here's the thing. It looks like um, it looks like we are going to be doing a podcast with James Gunn at Meltdown April third that night. So I'll be coming back that day. Where Sunday is this? Uh, where's WonderCon? It's in San Francisco. Wow, it's man. only an hour away. Yeah, you you're crazy via the plane. <laughs> I know it's a little busy, but I think what's going to happen is I think I'm going to do a signing at WonderCon on Saturday at like three thirty somewhere in the building, and then and then um, then I'm doing this uh, this Doctor Who panel. 
at WonderCon, um, which is it's just sort of a panel about about Doctor Who. That's great. Uh, When you do signings, you should have uh, pictures of Matt and I on either side of you. (laughs) You should. (laughs) Looking at me. One of you should dress like an angel and one of you should dress like a little devil. I'll be the angel. That's the obvious choice. So uh, here's who's going to be at. uh, Here's who's going to be on this panel with me chatting about Doctor Who. Uh, Toby Haynes, who is a director from Doctor Who and Being Human. Mark Shepard, Supernatural Battlestar Galactica. And Neil Gaiman. Very excited about that. Neil himself. Neil at Neil himself. himself. Yes, that's going to be pretty exciting too. And then I'll uh, hop on a plane. I'll get back here. We'll do the James Gunn uh, podcast uh, on on April third, which people you can attend. So if you come to James Gunn, admission is free if you bring a ticket stub from the movie Super. Because I might be working Sunday night. Yeah. What time is that at? Well, I don't know. I guess it would be like eight 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 ish. If it's yeah, should I go? Should I do a tweet up? At, and will people even care if you're not there? Of course they will. Uh, well, should, we'll just if I'm off. We'll if just you're do off, it. should we'll you and it. I just yeah, go to we'll the do thing? It. We'll you do can it. do it. We'll do it in your steed. Okay. At, uh, we'll see how few people show up. Is it going to be at the arc? I think it's wherever we can make you guys want to go. Want. Maybe we can make it to the I'd, Grove. I'd like the arc. You want to do it with the arc? <laughs> I'd rather. All right. I used to work there, and I still—it's my For, favorite. Former, former employment. Former employer. They do good. They do good stuff there at the arc light. They do. They do. They. They're owners, though. Did you? Uh, did, you <laughs> did you have to? Did you have to come out and make the announcements? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I uh, didn't want to do that. They kept on uh, egging me on to do it because uh, you know I was like kind of just always joking around. The ArcLight Theater in LA is a place where you reserve a specific seat when you buy a ticket. Yeah, you can buy them online. Pick your seat from home. They're a little more great. expensive, but they don't show commercials before the movies. They just show trailers. Yep. Uh, they have like a restaurant there. There's tons of parking, and then and then someone will come out. This is not advertising for an arc light. I don't give a shit if you go there or not. Yeah. But uh, but then and then and then uh, an usher comes out and welcomes you to the theater. Yeah, it's uh, hey everyone, thanks for coming to Super by James Gunn. Oh, I'm a, definitely. I think I'm yeah. definitely working because I had to get the fourth off for the for the Black Dynamite yep. panel. Well, maybe maybe it'll just be me. I'll I'll decide. But um, they but the arc light it has the Cinerama Dome in it. Yeah, they, which, they bought the Cinerama Dome, which many years ago. I went and saw uh, the Back to the Future trilogy at the Cinerama Dome for the premiere of Back to the Future 3. Oh, wow. And that's what was so exciting. They screened it like you had to stand in line all day. So I blew off class, stood in line all day. Uh, you watch Back to the Future 1, Back to the Future 2, and then they premiered Back to the Future 3 before anyone else could see it. Oh, that's awesome. It was, that might have been the greatest day of your life. It was a gorgeous day. That's great. Except that, that I had to sit through Back to the Future 2. But it's, but it's, a, good, it's a good theater. Whoa, it's a great whoa. theater. What did you yeah. just say? Back to the Future 3 was not good. What are you talking about? Back to the Future Two is awesome. No. It's it's not really. It's not really. There's so much back. There's so much back exposition. There's so much exposition in Back to the Future Two. There's so which much. I thoroughly enjoy. I was irritated by that. Like all those videos that are like, here's how Biff Tannen's got to be the wealthy Biff Tannen. Yeah, I thought they had a lot of fun with. Uh, well, you have to with discover. No Crispin Glover. That was a bummer for me. Well, I threw my back out on the golf course. I'm upside course. down. Yeah. Golf course. Now, Back to the Future 3, I quite enjoyed. I just thought Back to the Future. And wow. I, didn't, I didn't hate Back to the Future That's 2. confusing. I didn't hate Back to the Future 2, but you have to understand, Back to the Future 1 was one of those movies that broadened the scope of what movies can be in my yeah. brain. Yeah. That Back to the Future 2, much like Ghostbusters 2, was a little bit of a letdown for me. I liked it. I wasn't, I wasn't a huge I thought it was, I thought it was fun. It was a fun romp. Yeah. <laughs> it was just that whole, there's that whole, you know, uh, Doc Brown committed. Doc Brown commended. Well, yeah, that's yeah. obviously. What a weird coincidence. They, slow, they ran two Doc Brown it stories was a that day. slow news day. All right. Now I shouldn't yeah. be breaking down the 
the time and the inconsistencies. Back to the Future Two. Back yeah. to the Future Two. Fine movie. It just I just didn't love it as much as the first one. You know, speaking of that, those guys are still asking us to uh, come in and make that song. Make oh, the, the, uh, the, the, the Goldie, Goldie Wilson. Wilson. The, yeah, the, the Back to the Future Two musical or the Back to the Future musical. Yeah. 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 I'll totally do that. Yeah, I think we just got to... Someday. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, From the point of view... Then we got to pin down Donald Glover. Yeah. To play Goldie Wilson. <laughs> How are we going to do that? I don't know. It's like if it was... If, yeah, it would be better. But I just like the idea of just taking all the different uh, perspectives from the entire Hill Valley community. In yeah. Room. Totally. That's, that's a really Which great Which is what I'm a peeping Tom, and I sing this song when I'm looking at some boobies. Then I fall from a tree and hit on my knee, and then a girl. Sorry. No, keep going. That was great. I, I didn't have anything. After okay. That. <laughs> Someone's. We have to write a point. We have to write the point of view with a clock. <laughs> I'm an old clock tower built in 1885. Oh look, it's 1004. <laughs> what happened to me? <laughs> Save the clock. Tower. Yep, and then we can mix in that lady going, save the clock tower. Yeah, the lady that looks like Bruce McCullough. Yes, <laughs> she does. It's fucking weird. It's fucking There's weird. one time this guy had a cat <laughs> on his head. I meant Mark McKinney. I didn't mean Bruce McCullough. Oh, okay. I meant it looks like Mark McKinney. No, yeah, they, yeah, do your 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 Mark McKinney impression. Hi, I'm Mark McKinney. I don't yeah, have one. Oh my god. That's like I became him. No, do his what is his, what is that character's name? Gunther? The uh the long haired guy. I like Darrell. Oh that's Darrell. 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 <laughs> listen, I heard listen, Daryl. It's Darrell. I heard the death it's series Darrell. that they did on IFC was really funny and yeah, I, I, I like it a lot. I have, death comes, seen to, it yet. Death death comes, comes to town. town, yeah. See you guys that. hear that Brody Stevens gonna have a show on uh, has a pilot at Comedy Central or I know. I mean, HBO HBO it, are you, I think it's Comedy Central no, is it, it HBO? It's HBO because Zach has a deal Zach's with Zach's producing them. it yeah, yeah yeah Zach's producing it Brody Stevens <laughs> HBO Zach Galifianakis personal friend <laughs> we gotta have Brody on one of these days he is a delight yeah and they can talk baseball <laughs> they can talk baseball oh, maybe that's a bad idea yeah, that's yeah. a horrible idea I don't know if we should do that. Fuck it. No, we're Any more? F- no more? What? Equipment? You want to do one more equipment? Yeah. That's a question and a comment on equipment? Yeah, we can do that. I mean, a guy actually, a guy actually recorded equipment song. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, everybody's asking what the diet is I'm on. It is the uh, slow carb diet outlined in Tim Ferriss' book, The Four That Hour podcast Body. will be posting pretty soon. Yeah. Pretty soon you'll hear me talking to him before oh I decided God. to actually oh, do it. Can I tell you about C2E2 for a second? Yeah, how much fun ahead. it was? Please, yeah. It was so much fun. Tell us about, <laughs> the, thing. Tell, tell us about the thing we missed. Uh, I, uh, I moderated a panel with Eliza Dushku. Wow, and, sounds, uh, like, sounds like a Dushku. What? Dushku. Okay, well, it sounded like she kind of said Dushku. Well, maybe she's just going with it now. All right. <laughs> kind of like when someone says, Mr. Rodriguez, I go, fine. Yeah. And Tom O'Pennykit. <laughs> <laughs> who was uh, the other guy on Dollhouse? He was the guy on Dollhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were both awesome. Like the nicest people in the world. And they had tons of great. You never, when you don't really know people that well and you moderate a panel, your fear is always, so how was it working on this show? Great. Yeah. And then nothing else. They had so many, there was, they had so much to say and they were awesome. And I recorded it and I'm going to put it up as a podcast. And oh, great. they were great. So when I, uh, when I saw the uh, Mystery Science Theater reunion uh, panel at Comic Con a few years back, yeah. and Pat Oswalt was the moderator. Yep. Uh, Patton and his charm and uh, talkativeness still couldn't um, dismantle the awkwardness from the riff, set, riff track side of the table to the cinematic Titanic side of the table. Really? They were, yeah. They were, they were there was, still, it there was, was just st- obvious, kind of like, like 
there was a weirdness in the room. It was really, really odd. It was kind of a bummer. Oh, and also, yeah. I got those sets of those guys are great. As of, uh, I think, today or maybe last night, um, Mike Nelson has been uh, answering questions on Reddit. I've been, I've been reading those. Spending oh, I'm going to do one of those, too. It's the, the AMAs, the Ask Me Anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, John, John Crook-Falusi did one, and a lot of people have done them, and I just, uh, I'm going to, someone asked me to do it, and I just haven't done it yet, because uh, I've been, <laughs> every minute has been accounted for the last month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also on Reddit, they started a first world problems thread. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I like that Reddit. I like that Reddit. I like that Reddit. Screw you, dig. Reddit. Yeah. All right, now we're at fifty-ish minutes. Oh God, I feel we're like fifty-ish is not We good bleed enough. for these people, Chris. We bleed ourselves dry. Oh, oh. there's nothing left. Damn, <laughs> because my leg hurts. Oh, your back's still hurting? Oh, oh you... What? What's going to happen with your back? I don't know. What does I the really doctor don't know. say? They are still waiting to hear from the... They're, they don't have an MRI yet. Like, the MRI I No, took, hang on. Hang yeah, on. I watch House. They, the MRIs, they know immediately. I could have left with the films, but the fucking doctor's office decided to check off CD. So now they had to burn a CD and then send it to the doctor's office. How the efficient. doctor's office has not seen it oh, yet. Oh, technology. You should just give them a flash key. Like, here, throw it on a flash key. I would have done that had I known. But now I am going to call the MRI place, find out if they have the films, and physically pick them up myself. God damn it. I'm so tired of my back hurting. Yeah, it's got to be pretty shitty. But you saw the movie, Paul, and you didn't get up once. I did get up once, but that was to get Sprite because it was Sunday. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I got a ton of new uh, followers on RDO. Oh, you yeah, do? Yeah, I've yeah, been yeah, getting great. trickling followers in. I believe RDO said they want they are interested in sponsoring us on Twitter. I think they, they, I don't think they've set up the... Yeah, but they're trying <laughs> to set that up yet. We should have them do it. That'd be great. I'd love to have them. Yeah, talk. I would just yeah, like a free what, what music are you listening to? Um, what else? What came out? Uh, the Darlings have a new EP out that's really good. Oh. Uh, it's, in the, it's in the vein of uh, a lot of the stuff I've been listening to, like Yuck and stuff like that. Um, uh, the new Strokes, I'm not feeling... Okay, I'm not, not feeling. Surprising. There is a song. There is a song in there that sounds a lot like video game music, which is great. But yeah. it's just kind of all over the place. And uh, maybe a few more listens, and I'll get into it more. Um, uh, the new Green Day live album, not so good. Okay, because it has most of their newer stuff. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, there's heard. a there's a band that I recently discovered um, mm. that uh, Janet tipped me off to. We were just we were in a restaurant and it was playing and she was like, Oh my god, this band. It's a band called Matt Pond PA. Oh Matt Pond PA, yeah, yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I know it's a little older, but I just recently discovered them and they are awesome. Matt yeah. Pond PA. That's good stuff. If you like them, uh, also check out Dios, otherwise known as Dios Malos. They had to change their name to Dios Malos because of Dio, James Dio. Dio was gonna sue them. Yeah. Even though Dios means God in uh, Spanish. In Spanish, right. Uh, but I used to go on tour with them back in the day and some of their stuff uh, So has... Dios Malos bad god? Yes. Bad right. god. Um yeah, uh, the new TV on the radios. Bad uh, God, a- bad God! <laughs> Did you shit creation out all over the floor? Oh, I'm sorry. Go create an outside so you can go there. Okay. Outside. Sorry, that's how it. Here I come. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There's a. Uh, there's. It's. Those are some good recommendations. Slow. I got that. I got the uh, iRig to hook up your guitar to your iPad. Yes. And then I bought the Fender Amplitube app. Isn't it fucking awesome? It is fantastic. They sent me. They like sent me review copies. They sent oh, me. What? They sent me the iRig, and then there's an iClip where you can clip your iPad to a mic stand. Yep. With, and then you go into the Fender app, and the Fender app 
not only has like a ton of different settings. I want. I wish it's they like an eight-track recorder. Yeah, but I wish they had a twin reverb deluxe. The, Maybe the they version will. I did that didn't have it. And uh, God, I love it because I'm just like sitting there trying to find this tone for this Stevie Ray Vaughan song, and I'm like playing around with everything, and I can slide just slide my finger and get a new amp in there. And uh, they also have the, I, the I, there was a mic too that you can yeah. get an iRig mic that comes with it too. So they it is that stuff is it's so fucking incredible. Yeah. Just the the the. But the interface on it's Apogee awesome. is making one that should be released at the end of this month. It's called Apogee Jam, and it's a little. It's got a little gain control on it and thirty pin. Boom, right into your iPad and then GarageBand. I mean, the, oh really? Yeah. Now, the only thing that, wow. that worries me about like using my iPad on stage as a as an amp or a pedal yeah. is that uh, if it, if the app crashes, <laughs> then oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Which is not you know too uncommon. I don't know what you're talking about. Those never crash. No, no, no. Of course. Oh, um. Here's a band um, that um, wins. It's the music I've, I've what I've heard of it. It's pretty weird musical, like instrumental stuff. Uh, but the um, the name wins for fucking one of the best band names I've heard in a long time. The Dead Kenny G's. <laughs> <laughs> Not only is it a play on Dead Kennedys, but Kenny G, who I love. Yeah, Kenny we G's did a, remember a holiday at Embarry. Yeah, or comedy a, at Embarry. Yeah, we did a parody song of Holiday in Cambodia. Well, yeah, the Dead Kenny G's. Too drunk, too drunk to fuck. <laughs> too drunk to fuck. Did you ever hear any of this stuff? Uh, it's a uh, um, shit. What are they called? Uh, um, Nouveau Vague. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have the. Um, they do too drunk to fuck. Oh, they do. Uh, yeah. I gotta go listen to that. Yeah, it's real. Somebody real on Twitter said they have a bulging disc and that they're uh, they got an inversion table and after a week it made them better again. You know, I gotta tell you, Mike Furman had the those those inversion boots mm-hmm. where you you know you put the po- the little yeah. thing and then yeah, you yeah. hang upside down on the boots. Um, felt a little like you were gonna fall on your face. Yeah. I don't want to break my neck. No, you shouldn't break your neck. Yeah. Right. I shouldn't do that. But. Yeah. If we've learned anything from the world, <laughs> yeah. it's don't break your neck. I still gotta find a physical therapist because this is still not going. We should go together. We should. I do need to look for one. I don't have the time. My arm, his back. What a couple. <laughs> what a couple we are. I, I held an umbrella when we walked over here. <laughs> I put up the umbrella and I held it over him and me and I was like, someone should paint us. <laughs> oh You're a Monet painting. Yeah. Or just, I was thinking of that painting, the, whatever that painting is of those servants holding up the dancing couple, holding up the umbrella. No, I'll tell you what you guys, are. you guys are. Uh, you guys are uh, a poster that every sorority girl buys because they sell it in the bookstore, but it's it's one of those like late 80s. It's you, you, you in black and white, and then they just color the umbrella like red <laughs> <laughs> in the after process. This is yeah. romantic. And then there's there's pigeons flying everywhere in yeah, front of yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, one can, of those. you can get it uh, printed on canvas at uh, Urban Outfitters. Yep. In the home section. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Yeah. All right, guys. I, I think, think I think I think we're good for another hostful podcast. Yeah, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go to the old meltdown. You're going to meltdown tonight. Good show. Good show hey, I get an inversion good, table. Every Wednesday night is a good show at meltdown. Yeah, hundred bucks. I can Mark Marin, Jen Kirkman. These are the people that will have already been on by the time this goes. Make up. Just so people know. Just yeah, so people just, know. The Wednesday night meltdown show is it's, a it's, phenomenal yeah, stand up show. It's it's a lot of fun. And we've well, already we, been getting the uh, the the scene backlash, which I, I've been hearing about from Ed Salazar. Oh really? People are like fuck this is this beat now. It's all it's like it's like elitist. They don't put us on. Yeah. Uh, just like I'm like no one's no one's talked. Every time someone talks to me, I try to put them on. Yeah, I I so so every Wednesday night your show meltdown. Yeah. Then we have Jimmy Dore's Pop and Politics April second. Then we have uh, 
Don't forget, uh, March 29th, at Salazar's uh, Nerd, Getting Nerds Late, Speed Dating. That's right. April 3rd, James Gunn. April 4th, Black Dynamite panel. Yes. Um, then we have uh, Adam, a, Adam Warrock on Nerd Hip Hop yeah, on and, uh, April 11th. And Baron Vaughn is going to be opening up for him. Oh, good. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah. And um, and then there's... Uh, Rob Schrab's got a book, a book release party which, later in the which, month. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani and Steve Agee are performing on. Yep. And then there is, uh, which I'm really looking forward to, Brent Weinbach is putting on a dance party. Comedian Brent Weinbach, one of my favorite comedians. He's great. Uh, is putting on a dance party where all the music is uh, 8-bit and 16-bit uh, video game music. Now, this isn't the style of like Anamanaguchi where it's like, you know... He can play it on piano, right? He can, but it, this is all actual 8-bit and 16-bit songs from video games of the era that they are finding the danciest of them all and then DJing those for a dance party. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. And so it just, uh, yeah. if, uh, all that stuff on the, is on the calendar if you go to uh, meltcomics.com. Yeah. And as we build, as we kind of build out the Nerdist site, we'll, you know, we'll put up a calendar, but that's all on Meltcomics. There really should be a Quements thing you can click on. Well, you can go to Nerdist.com slash Quements. That's so hard. I know. Internet. You have to write extra words. Oh, I'm worse than Hitler. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for coming in and uh, recording a hostful podcast. Someone wants to send me an inversion table. <laughs> Look at that. I'm just looking. At if someone wants to send me a bionic arm. Listen, or just a $200 gift certificate to Amazon.com. That's how much an inversion table is? Yeah, one that will hold me. Really? Yeah. That's so bad. I will buy you an inversion table. <laughs> Yay, do it. What about my bionic arm? Just give me the check for this week. I'll do it. No, I, I don't, I'm not going to get your bionic arm. What if? Because you, you'll use it for evil. There's no way he can attack anyone with an inversion table. Well, I can oh, flip up. Fast. You'll see, Chris. <laughs> Did you say Seacrest? You'll see, Crest. Out. <laughs> Nerdcrest out. I'm going to be Nerdcrest. Hey, what, is yeah. that, what does that copy say? Can you read it to me? No. Oh. I'm not even getting into. <laughs> don't we are staying away from anything. that topic. They are kind enough to. Let us use the radio station here yeah. at the at the NBC Universal building, oh. and I'm not going to fuck with anything. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. No, no. Thank you. EYB. EYB. Oh, is that where we're just going to... Can we have an EYB shirt or something? I want to love you. Burger salad. <laughs> you love that. <laughs> so fucking funny. Oh, let's thank the kid that's, that's what you still doing. What's the animation salad. kid that's been do, animating our... Daniel uh, Spellman. Yeah, Daniel Spellman. Thanks a lot. Daniel him. Spellman and whoever... Who made whoever made Burger Salad? I think his name is Heath? Heath Splosion on Twitter. Heath Splosion yeah. on Twitter. Oh, and God, fuck, that's and, my favorite thing ever. And, I can't remember his name. The guy who did that fucking Black Dynamite poster for us for just like... Doesn't even... Didn't even fucking... He didn't... Even well, no one asked. I mean, he just sent us this amazing. I'm smaller thing. now than that drawing. Of yeah, me. but you're also like you know being run over by a golf cart, and well, I and I look evil or smart or something. In the it. same. I mean, they're both the same thing: evil and smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got Eric me. Benson. Eric Benson. Eric with a K. Eric, Eric a K. Benson did the awesome black dynamite poster. All right, so uh, that's it. That's the end of the show. All right, guys, I'm going to pack up my flashlight and my knife. Now say it at home along with us, everybody. Enjoy your burrito. No, guys, Lincoln style. Oh, Enjoy your burrito. Technically inaccurate, though, because apparently Lincoln had a very high, shrill voice. Well, really? With that face? No, you weren't trying to fuck him. Oh, with that voice? Oh, no, thank you. Wasn't I? Oh, Did you guys see? I made a new President hole in my. Lincoln. Look at this belt. I made a new hole in it today, and that's where it used to be. There's a hole in my belt that can only be filled I, by you. I know that probably makes you feel really good, but get a new belt, right? I should. <laughs>
All right, fuck Matthew, it. I'm going to get you an inversion table and a new belt. Yeah, and my bionic arm. And he, he wants a bionic. Jonah, you're not getting a bionic arm. You're just going to choke people with it. All right, yeah, just fucking... machine gun end. Like Robocop got in Robocop three. You know yeah. the one no one yeah. watched. Enjoy your burrito. Dick Jones. I work for Dick Jones. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. I have missed these Friday night dinners. Mm. Hey, welcome to Harvey Graw. At these family dinners. Delicious, everyone. Dysfunction is served. I can't have you all messing things up for my entire adult life. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we embarrass you? Jump, jump, jump! Sorry, better than I dared to dream. They're extra. Let the wild rumpus start! Woo, 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 woo. And they're embarrassing. We know how hard it is to move on from the first girl that you ever slept with. Not the first girl who I ever slept yeah, with. Yeah, 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 right. You're a regular <laughs> lady killer. I thought you said it was going to be boring here tonight. No! I really hope it would be. But they couldn't love each other more. Surprise! Mom and Dad being totally normal. Wow. So, dinner next Friday, everyone? Wouldn't miss for the world. Dinner with the Parents, Season 1. Stream free, only on Freebie.